Hello everyone and welcome. It is fantastic to have you joining us today at City Life Church Online and we are very blessed to welcome this morning good friend of the ministry, a good personal friend of mine as well, Simon Breaker. So welcome Simon. Hello everybody. It's an absolute joy to be here in the box again. <laughs> it's, it's always a pleasure. I know we've just been having a conversation um, before uh, this broadcast and I always find it really inspiring and faith stretching and building and you're one of the people that really uh, shines a lot of light into my life and every time I, you know, I, I connect with you, I just feel so energized by the oh, holy spirit glad to hear that you just really emit a lot of joy and positivity and encouragement but i know you're not afraid to speak the word and when it's kind of swipe the sword as well so i appreciate the challenge uh, and that impact that you bring as well so simon it's been a while it's been a very strange season that we've been through and obviously we're starting to come out of that do you want to just share with the people a little bit about how you're doing and kind of what God's been doing in your life uh, in this uh, season. Yeah, I think it's been, a, I think for everybody, I, I think I posted something on Facebook this morning that the, the, somebody asked me the question, what's the difference between an old wine skin and a new wine skin mindset? And I think the answer to that is the ability to adapt. I think that would be one of the things, not the only thing, but that would be one of the things. And if there'd been anything the Lord said to me over this time, it's adapt. And um, and we've gone through that process and it's been hilarious at times. I mean, as I'm sure it's been in your neck of the woods, but some of the stories I've heard of what has happened on Zoom calls that shouldn't have happened. and But then at the same time, learning how to begin to flow with the Holy Spirit and seeing that the 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 revelation that the Lord really is everywhere and the Lord really can touch somebody in Puerto Rico at the same time as somebody in Horsham at the same time as somebody in Leicester and somebody in the United States. And we've been doing some training online and some other stuff online. And it's just been a, a real um, inspiration. I mean, I've had a bit of a chuckle to myself, actually, because I've heard some people say, isn't it nice that we've all slowed down? And I'm thinking, when did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I, I missed that. that. Um, but now, of course, we're now coming out of this and it's like learning how to adjust and what's in there do we need to take with us? What do we not? Um, but it's all good. And we've, we've gone through a, a transition. So I'm finishing here at Holy Trinity at the end of um, June. And we're starting to work with a church called Capstone Church down in Ilford. And then at the same time, also doing um, doing stuff in Leicester as well and obviously in the nation. So we're all good. We're all good and excited. In fact, there are times I feel like I need to apologise because I just feel very positive. And, and sometimes I feel like I need to apologise that I feel so positive. Um, I don't know whether that's right or not. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It just has been, it seems to have been a very fruitful season for us, really. Well, there's been certainly a lot of negativity, you know, that's been spouted about in the press. And so it's great to hear the positive. And we know that we <laughs> represent the good news. And hey, what's, what's the symbol of Christianity? It's a cross. It's a positive. And so we can be thankful for, for so much. And uh, yeah, absolutely. I love, I love that you're always edifying, exhorting and building up. And 
uh, just being such an inspiration. So I know that you're part of the uh, British Isles Council of Profits. I I'm know that impressed you got that right. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I had to think about it for a moment there. But I know that you're obviously connecting with lots of prophetic voices, uh, um, not only locally, but around the world as well. And just maybe just share a little bit briefly about what what is the prophetic words that are coming out at the moment? Is there any particular common themes, trends, strands that you think are really uh, important? Because I'm aware that there's a lot of people who don't feel positive, who are feeling pretty negative, who are pretty fed up. Um, of the situation I think the it, one of the for me I, there's a couple of things but one of the things that really has been it's actually led to us birthing an aspect of ministry this did um, is you know when um, in the book of Judges when Joshua died the Israelites this is Judges chapter 2 the Israelites asked the Lord who is to go into battle first so who's to go into the land first? So you've got this context where there has been a death. There's been a crisis. Somebody that's been leading the nation has died. And, and the Lord responds and says, Judah goes first. Judah goes first. And anybody who knows even a tiny, tiny little bit of Hebrew knows that Judah means praise. And, and this dynamic of the fact of, of the fact that the Lord, even though, and that is not in any way being in the place of denial that there's been difficulty that's not what i'm talking about at all we're not we're not making light of the genuine difficulties people have been through there's a street down the road from our, from holy trinity um like a, a high street and of the shops on that street 20 i think i counted 26 of them have gone bust wow. just on one street so we're not trying to minimize you know, the fact that there's been genuine crisis. But the way that I believe the Lord's saying to come out of that is with thanksgiving and praise. So, um, Psalm 50 verse 23 says, he who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me and opens the way for me to reveal my salvation. So that is one thing that I'm really convinced of, that we can't enter into the new if we're too busy, if we're busy grieving the old. And, and that being true, not just in the sense of the fact of, of obviously physical loss, but also even some of the things that we've been able to do that we've not been able to do. And the challenge of not to just divert back. I mean, that was the proverbial thing for the Israelites in the wilderness, wasn't it? Egypt was better than this. And I think there's been a real strong challenge from the Lord about don't go reverting back. Don't go, you know, embrace the changes that God wants to bring. And then the, the other aspect of it as well is uh, again in the book of Judges, you can tell I've been reading the book of Judges, can't you? Um, in the song of Deborah, it says that the Lord established new leaders at the gates in the time of war. And the Lord just said to me, uh, and has said through a couple of the other prophets as well, that we're in a major season of shakeup. That, that, that leaders have been, um, are being moved out and people are being moved out, being repositioned. It's like God is resetting the board yeah. for what he wants to do next. And, um, and there's some repositioning that's repositioning, unfortunately, because of the Lord bringing some stuff to the surface that's, 
you know, I was sharing stuff with you confidentially earlier. There's stuff that's come to the surface. It's like that cannot stay in position. That's got to be removed. And I, I can't remember whether I shared with you when I was with you last um, around the crucible and the furnace. Did I talk to you about that? You did a bit, yeah. And, and that is definitely what we've been seeing. Definitely what we've been seeing, um, that there's been this, this real um, purifying of the bride and the preparing of the bride. And then at the same time, along with that, there's also this dynamic of the testing of people's convictions and whether or not they're going to stand for Christ. And there's things going on even within media where the 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 the, the gospel the the declaration of the gospel is being challenged and i believe we are going to be need to be leaders and people who understand how to exist in a, a, a challenging environment let's say a hostile environment but we're going to deal with some challenge in this time so we're going to need to grow bigger we're going to need to grow into a different space um definitely love that simon and uh it's encouraging to, to hear what God is saying. You know, it's so important that we as the body of Christ, as the people of God are hearing, like, what is God saying? What's God's word? Because I think there are so many voices, there's so many distractions, there's so many noises um, that we can end up being pulled in all different directions. Absolutely. And I, I think it's Revelation 2, 7, you know, the person who has an ear to hear, let them hear what the spirit of God is saying to the churches. And God yep. is speaking but we've just got to be listening. We've been given the equipment to hear the, the divine heavenly broadcast, but we've got to be tuned in and God wants us to align with that. And certainly, you know, God's been cleaning house. And Absolutely. I think that's a positive. There's been streamlining. Like you say, there's been some repositioning. Uh, but, you know, God's preparing us. Greater, greater days are ahead. Now, Simon, I know you were sharing a little bit beforehand Um about how that you uh, recently had a, a dream, you know, um, a vision. Um, do you want to share a little bit? Because I think it, this will encourage the people at City Life Church, those that, you know, part of the ministry locally, globally, that support the ministry, because uh, it was a really impacting, encouraging story. Uh, um, so, yeah, do you want to share a little bit with the people about that and what, what yeah. you felt God was saying through that? Yeah, very happy. I mean, it was a one of those, but I don't even think we'd communicated for a little bit. Um, and I, I, I woke up in the morning having had this really vivid dream about, about you and about the church in Portsmouth. And to be honest, to my shame, I'd totally forgotten about it. Terrible, terrible. We got, I'll never do that. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about email inboxes right now, will we? Um, and, uh, and then when we got talking, it, I was reminded so... So in this dream, and it was one of those, um, what I have different, the Lord gives me visions different ways as for everybody, this is probably true. But when things are this specific and so clear, I always have a sense of there being a sense of government about it, that, it, that this is not just a word of encouragement, if I can put it that way, but it carries more weight to it. Um, and in the, in the vision, I actually could describe the building I walked into with such detail. It's crazy. And, and it, it was, it was a building in Portsmouth. How I knew it was in Portsmouth. I think it must've been because I saw you and your wonderful wife there. Um, and, and just the scent. I, I tell you the other thing, I saw the Dubai, the, the, um, the, the tower. 
yeah yeah so i'm i'm in this i'm in this building and the building was a swimming pool it was a building that was a swimming pool building and it was being set up for a conference and i looked at the people in the conference and the people in the conference were not the kind that the people that you would expect to be at a christian conference these were political leaders that were at this conference i actually saw kennedy there and and other um, um politicians and prime ministers and presidents and and they were all sat and it was it was very clear there were high-end businessmen this was the it was a business forum is the way it looked and i walked round to get to the pulpit but the pulpit you couldn't get direct to the pulpit it was really quite strange you had to almost like the best way to describe it would be like the old methodist pulpits that were lifted up really high but there was no ladder no steps so you had to kind of climb up it and um i finally got up to the top to speak to you and um and then it you know there's a few other pieces of it that i won't share now but in the midst of it, what i sensed was the reason why it was difficult to get to the pulpit what the lord was saying is i'm going to give you the ability to bring a message to people who wouldn't normally hear that it's like god's going to open the way for you to have a voice into fields of people that the church would not normally touch we've all heard the teachings around the seven mountains and how that sometimes we try and affect uh points of points of influence with the wrong thing that you need to be in the political mountain to affect the political mountain um a friend of mine over in nigeria she runs prophetic conferences but she also runs business conferences and they look totally different and they're run totally differently to fit the demographic and i i just had this sense of the of the lord saying he's going to give you these tools to begin to connect with these people and they were i felt like the reason why they were at the pool they were at the water was because what is going to happen is it's going to bring refreshing and it's going to bring equipping you were talking um, before we went live about the fact that there's an olympic pool and that there is this dynamic that people are going to be equipped and they're going to be trained on how to swim and the 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 last thing to say which i didn't share with you before um there was a an oversight window high up that was separate like a glass room like you'd see on the football um you know where they have the box on the football yeah. pitches and in that room there were people lunching together senior leaders lunching together and you and Laura were were hosting that event and and i really felt like the lord was just talking about this other layer of ministry that the lord's going to add to you and then of course what reminded me of this was what you shared about um one of the members of your congregation coming into political posts so be encouraged you've got your finger on the pulse i believe i think and, that's um, super encouraging and very prophetic and profound and i think it's something that should encourage uh, those of you that are part of the CLC family to know you know that God has called us to be people of influence and to be that swimming pool that we're teaching people to swim in the spirit to, to, yeah. to be immersed in his presence that you know baptism in the spirit and and so thank you for sharing that Simon really uh, in, encouraging what else has God been putting on your heart Simon it'd be great uh, um, to, to hear some more about what God's been saying to you and what he's put on your heart for for today yeah, so um, I was actually reflecting on it this morning and um, and praying, obviously 
praying about what what to share with you and i said previously the direction i wanted to go and then i felt the lord bring in a bit of a tweak to it a change and it, it comes off as probably for many of you the lord will speak to me through my life experience and things that will happen and i think this is one of the things lord really want us to catch which we'll probably talk about on the i've already talked about on the training day on saturday um i'm 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 time traveling right now um around the dynamic of um how our environment can prophesy to us and speak to us and learn to hear god anywhere so to cut to the chase i actually i love to go fishing and i'd i'd gone to a local lake that's quite close to our house and there was myself another guy on the lake i got top end fishing gear top end bait and a lake that i know is full of fish at the other end of the lake there's another guy the guy at the other end of the lake caught six i caught none so it wasn't an issue with the rod it wasn't an issue with the bait it wasn't an issue with the equipment that i had it was an issue with positioning and and the lord's really been talking to me a lot as going to push into the dynamics of the apostle paul um ephesians chapter 1 15 ephesians chapter 3 he talks about this stuff he, he talks about revelation and he talks about revelation being the key and you remember when even when peter when jesus speaks to peter and says to peter who do you say i am peter's response was well you you're the christ and Peter responds, says, yeah, sorry, Jesus responds, says, yeah, you've got that right. And on this rock, I will build my church, not on Peter, which obviously is what the Catholic Church would teach. But on this revelation that you've received yeah. is the thing that I'm going to build upon. And the reason why I wasn't catching where I was is because there was a cold wind blowing into that end of the lake. So the water temperature was low. So the fish weren't there. So I needed to reposition to where the fruit was, where the, the harvest was. Absolutely. And I believe in this time, we have got to be those who understand how to do this. And this was then confirmed again. Um, praise God, my wonderful daughter has, um, has got herself a new job. Um, the job that she was doing, she, she just picked up over lockdown. She was actually working for a well-known retail organization on the internet that's delivering food via a supermarket from a supermarket and they started doing this to facilitate lockdown because of course people didn't want to go to the supermarket but what's happened is the demand for that has ended and she was told her hours were dropping and what she said to me she says dad i've realized this job was for lockdown and now i need to move into the next sorry i need to move into what's next and I believe that that is a big, big challenge for us right now, even in our mindsets, in, in our own responses to things. I had a friend say to me, hey, do you want to come for a walk? I said, yeah, I'll go for a walk. And then by the end of the day, the day that I was going to go for this walk, I thought, oh, actually, I can't be bothered. And I caught myself. It's like you have you've camped in, in, a, in a pattern of behavior that you shouldn't be in. Yeah. And you've you that, that if you don't deal with that, you're going to stay in a place of isolation. 
And I had to, it wasn't that I was being unsociable. It was just that it was more convenient to not do it. And, and I've, I've caught it. I've said, Lord, show me any of this. Let me spot this and let me break this. And I think we're in this season where we need to really press hard into the Holy Spirit and say to him, Lord, give me revelation. Am I positioned correctly for where the wind of the Spirit is blowing in this next season? And, and you know, with season shifts, which we have been in, I mean, when have we ever been on a global season shift and that is what we've had the thing about a season shift is this scriptures that you've read in one season will carry a different emphasis in the new season and it's not that the scripture has changed but the price where the breath of the holy spirit is in that scripture and the emphasis that god is bringing has shifted and i believe the lord wants us to go back to things that we're well familiar with and revisit them and allow him to retool us and reschool us and retrain us to engage with the new. And the and the 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 thing about that old wineskin is the lack of adaptability of, of saying, I only do it like this, and I'm not going to do that because it doesn't look like this. Well, the Holy Spirit never changes, God's purpose never changes. The church never changes in, in its values and its call, but its expression must change to interface with the way that society has changed. Um, Wesley stood on a street corner to preach. If Wesley was with us today, he would probably be stood on the social media platform preaching because he went where the people were. And I mean, some people might argue with me with that and don't hear me saying I don't think we should be preaching on the streets, just to clarify. But let's go with the flow of the spirit. Let's recognize where the anointing is and build with God. And rather than resisting things, actually allow the Lord to cause us to adapt. So I really feel like that is an invitation from heaven for us to go through that process, really. And have him expose back to the crucible, have him expose those things in us that shouldn't be there so that we can be those who accurately reflect the nature and character of Jesus to the world that we now have. That's really powerful, Simon. I love what you're saying there about how our environment can speak to us. And often there are these signs around us. We've just got to kind of open our eyes and recognize, hang on. God's actually trying to highlight something, <laughs> trying to get my attention here. But if we're not paying attention, we can end up missing the voice of God. We can, can miss what he's trying to communicate. And I think we have found ourselves in this season, I'll admit even for myself, Simon, where you are so used to doing things a certain way that you get comfortable. Yeah. So we, we you know, I love being around people. But I also love my own company. I know that might sound a bit strange, but I love being on my own as well. I love isolation. What I mean is times of solitude. Yeah. Times of being on my own. I actually do get energy from that, but I also do from, from being around people. But I think, yeah, when, you know, it's, it's as things start to pivot, as things start to change, we're going to have to kind of push against some of the uncomfortable um, as we transition and recognizing that the time has changed. The season is shifting in winter. It's fitting to wear a big thick jacket and scarf and hat and gloves. But when it's summer, you know, that's not the time 
to be wearing that clothing, we have to recognize that there is a, a season shift. And so do you want to speak a little bit more into that and kind of unpack a bit more of what, what do you mean by environment speaking to us and, and what that shift looks like? I, I think I was reflecting on this, that spiritual break, we use this term, and, and I think if the prof, if prophets, if I can say this, if, if prophets, um, and that's a very broad statement to say prophets, but let's say the prophetic, if there's an error that can happen within the prophetic, is sometimes we can have buzzwords that don't mean anything. <laughs> it's like, the season has changed. It's like, well, what does that mean? Or... There's a breakthrough. Well, what does that mean? And and it's like everybody gets yay. And yeah, but what does it mean? Well, how do you actually how do you actually engage with it and put legs on it? And the problem with it is this: when the prophetic doesn't get legs put on it, what happens is is disrepute's brought upon the prophetic because there's not the manifestation of the word and then there's a numbness that's produced in people that they go yeah well we heard that before and nothing happened and you end up getting caught where you now end up with this very thing that paul warned against do not treat prophecy with contempt so i think when you talk about breakthrough when you talk about that let's look at that for a minute breakthrough i believe breakthrough is as much psychological as it is spiritual. And, and there are things that we need to do physically to bring breakthrough. One of those things is where we're positioned. And um, if I can put it this way to you, for me, I have two different leisure activities that go on in my life um, um, hobby-wise. One of them is the gym. The other one is fishing. Now, if I'm fishing when I should be in the gym, it's damaging to me because fishing is actually quite a passive activity. The gym is not, although sometimes I look at people in the gym and you'd think it is. Um, but, but the gym is where you go to exert yourself, to shock yourself, to shake yourself up, to, to push the limits to, and, to, and to create that environment where you're now seeking to extend your parameters. So for me, one of the things the Lord is saying to us is don't camp, don't stay stuck don't get trapped don't be contained any form of containment doesn't reflect the nature of god um i mean except for the containment of you staying in a place of holiness of course but containment in the place of restriction is not meant to be something that's in place and i remember when i personally we went through a, a difficult season as a church when we were leading our church and actually i physically experienced burnout to the point that I just lost all motivation entirely. And at that point, the Lord said this to me, he said, Simon, get the leaven of victory into one aspect of your life and it will spread everywhere else. Wow. And, and, and he said, don't think it needs to be spiritual. And for me at that point, it was, um, it was Jim. That was the thing that broke me. It was training that broke and, and I got began to get some sense of achievement and victory there. And it began to produce some hope that I was progressing. And then suddenly everything else then began to shift with it. And I think we need to be aware that, that there are people right now, some of whom have probably caught into the, into the trap of cabin fever. And um, if you don't know what that is, I've had it on mission. Some parts of the world where I've been, it's not safe to go for a walk. 
um, you know, you, you're going to be in trouble if you leave your hotel. There's multiple layers of security. You've got to stay in the hotel. And what I found was is as I was locked in my room, I began to feel myself emotionally beginning to just shut down. I said, Lord, help me. How, to, how do I manage this? And I learned some tools, worship, praying tongues, be in a different space, be in a different position, break repetitive behavior, drink your, I mean, this sounds really stupid, but if you normally drink your tea with your left hand, drink it with your right. If you go take the dog for a walk and you normally go that way, go this way, yeah. do some things to challenge yourself, to cause yourself to think differently. Cause what that does is it unlocks the track of creativity. When did you last paint a picture? When did you last do something creative? When did you last create an environment in life that, that actually forces you to innovate? And I believe all of these things engage, enable us to engage with what God is doing. And then the other thing as well is, what are the relationships I'm meant to be building with for this next season? Mm. I heard a, a wonderful guy in the United States say this, I've noticed that every new season, one of the signals of a new season is removing of some relationships and the adding of others. And the Lord saying, invest here, invest there. And I think that's the other factor. Who are the people we're to stand shoulder to shoulder with and recognize there's no such thing as personal breakthrough? What do I mean by that? All breakthroughs achieved corporately. There's always somebody you're meant to stand with. Remember, Paul said, we comfort others with the comfort we've received. We strengthen others with the strength we've received. Bear one another's burdens. I ask you to pray that you see these dynamics of wherever any two agree. Nearly every single verse in the Bible, in the New Testament at least, that speaks about victory is corporate. Nearly every single one. He leads us in triumphal possession. We are more than conquerors. We have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. You lack no spiritual gift. Corporate, 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 corporate. So who is your people? Who is your tribe? Who are those that you're called to advance within this next season? So those two things for me are really, really important as we move forward. Brilliant. Uh, that's fantastic. Love what you share and love what God's laid on your heart. And just as we're coming into a, a close, uh, Simon, uh, we are looking at coming back um, into, you know, moving back towards coming into the church building. And we know we're church without walls. So wherever two or more are gathered in the name of the Lord, he's there. So we know we're not bound to a geographical location and through online, we're able to reach so many more. And I love all that. But I think there is something that's very special as well about meeting face to face. There is something Absolutely. special about the gathering in Hebrews, you know, it talks about not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as some are in the habit of doing. And I think there is going to be a season in the body of Christ of contending for that again. So, hey, guys, we know you've got comfortable with kind of church online and that's really important. And we're not saying give that up. But there is, I think, something about touching flesh, something about. Do you want to just share a little bit with those who may be anxious um, about kind of returning to kind of physical getting together, whether it's in a church building or whether it's meeting for a, with another believer over coffee to pray, you know, um, do you want to just speak into that space for those who may be feeling fierce, fearful or anxious around that? Yeah, I think that, you know, we need to be aware of the fact that whenever um, uh, uh, something happens 
and it happens repetitively it, it and it's negative stuff is attracted to it um i made the fatal error of going away fishing i don't do as much fishing as it appears just to clarify but i i got my bait out the freezer went fishing and then two days later got a phone call from my wife saying why didn't you put the chicken back in the freezer and i took the chicken out of the freezer and i'd left it on a chair in the dining room Naughty boy. and you couldn't see it because it was under the table and this chicken had slowly began to deteriorate and you know when something's rotten what uh, wasps what flies are attracted to it and we need to recognize that there's some stuff that we're dealing with that's physical and it's just our own emotional state but then there's other stuff that genuinely is spiritual and we need to break through it and breaking through it is more than just simply saying i rebuke you darkness well now go and turn on the light you know you need to you can, it's not enough just to declare you need to make the shift and whenever god calls us to make a shift he never asks us to out to operate outside of our field of faith because anything that is not a faith is sin so what does community look like faith wise for you it may be one person well it will be but find the baby steps towards the victory every breakthrough begins with a single step Again, in the gym today, there's guys pushing ridiculous amounts of weight. If I tried to do it, I wouldn't achieve it. If I keep at it, I will. But you don't take the biggest weight off the rack the yeah. first time you walk in. So recognize what you can lift. Lift it consistently until it becomes comfortable and then move into the next level. And recognize what is just anxiety and what is spiritual that needs to be shifted. I mean, there is a fear of death that has got a hold of some people that quite frankly needs to be rebuked. And sometimes you just need somebody to pray with you. And I think one of the things about this stuff is um, the enemy tries to attempt to shame people and shame us into the place that we feel we can't share our challenges, but we're told very specifically in scripture to share our burdens with one another and say, this is an area I'm struggling with. Will you help me please? And, and, and recognize where the challenge is and get people praying with you. And then ask the Lord, where is my step of faith for today? And move towards it. I mean, it's a lie of the enemy. I heard somebody say, well, the new church is online. Yeah, it is, but it's not just. Yeah. It's not just. And God wants us to be face to face and in proximity with each other. Of, of all things, I heard a secular artist, she was being interviewed um, and she was asked, so what are you looking forward to? And she said this, she says, I've done loads and loads of, of music events online over this time, but none of it compares to the energy that you experience when you're together with a group of people where people are celebrating together and enjoying the journey that the, the song takes them on corporately. Now, obviously she's talking about just secular music how much more should that be true for us? So we need to engage again and take those baby steps to get fully back into the flow of what God wants. Brilliant, some really wise advice there, Simon. Thank you for, for sharing that. And so just to encourage you guys that are watching this, you know, what is your next step? What are those baby steps? But don't stay in your comfort zone. Don't allow fear to hold you back, but take those steps moving forward, advancing and allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you. And whether it's 
meeting with another believer over coffee and, you know, spending some time praying together, sharing testimony about what God's been saying, what God's been doing, uh, you know, sharing your gratitude, what you're thankful for. That, that can be really powerful. And it says, doesn't it, Matthew 18, 20, uh, where two or three are gathered in my name, I'm there amongst them. I'm in their midst. I'm, I'm with yeah. you. There's yeah. something very, very powerful. For other people, you might even want to say, hey, I don't feel comfortable coming into a big building with a big crowd yet. Um, maybe for you, it might be do, having church online and inviting one or two people into your home or maybe meeting with your small group, your life group. Um, that There's so many different creative steps. Yeah. And we just want to encourage you guys, hear what the spirit of God is saying, respond in faith. And yeah. we really and obviously we want to be exercising wisdom, discernment, yeah. common sense and all of those things as well. And, and we are obviously looking forward to whilst uh, today we're going to be actually having a physical meet up at quarter to 12 until one o'clock uh, for those of you that are local in Portsmouth. And then in June, the plan is we're hoping to be able to come back into the building. But we want our online audience to know as well, you are just as valuable and important to us as those that are able to come into the physical location. And so, like I say, maybe for a few of you that feel CLC is your home, maybe you want to have a few people gather uh, to watch these broadcasts together in your home or in a coffee shop or somewhere else, you know. God is breaking the mold. He's breaking us out. And this is a corporate breakthrough that we can enjoy. Simon, I'd love it uh, as we come into close to have you to pray for us uh, at this time. That would be really grateful. Okay. Father, I thank you for all that you've done over this season. And Lord, I pray that you would give us the grace to not miss any of it. I pray that you'd cause us to have eye for detail that, Lord, we would see even the smallest little tweaks and adjustments that you're making for us. And, Father, I thank you for the fun of the new. And I pray, Father God, that you would release a baptism of that mm. upon Portsmouth, yeah. let alone the church, that there would be a baptism of joy and a baptism of fun to begin to step into the new adventure that you're taking cool. us into. And right now we break the spirit of fear that would seek to hold people captive and any attempts to keep people restricted or contained we pray that would break father now and we pray father god there would be um fresh words of faith and words of encouragement that you would bring those gifts exactly those words in the way that it needs to be brought that you said your sheep hear you and know your voice and you know them so I pray that you would speak to each one of us in a way that we would know without shadow of a doubt, even as it's said in Romans, they're left without excuse, that we would hear you so clearly, Lord, that we know that it's your voice. And we thank you. Life is in your voice. And we just receive that life now in Jesus' name. God bless you. Amen. Amen.